0: Good morning. Let's pray. Father, we want to thank you for the day that you've given us the opportunity to study your word. Send your Holy Spirit to help us to learn something from what we read. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Dear, my phone died. (laughs) Caution to a youthful student. You are now in your student's life. Let your mind dwell upon spiritual subjects. Keep all sentimentalism apart from your life. Give to yourself vigilant self-instruction, and bring yourself under self-control. You are now in the informative period of character. Nothing with you is to be considered trivial or unimportant, which will detract from your highest, holiest interest. Your efficiency in the preparation to do the work of God has assigned you, results of unwise courtship and marriage. We can see that the innumerable difficulties meet us at every step. The iniquity that is cherished by young as well as old, the unwise, unsanctified courtship and marriage cannot fail to result in bickering, in strife, in alienation, in indulgence of unbridled passions, in unfaithfulness of husband and wife, unwillingness to restrain the self-willed, inordinate desire, and indifference to the things of eternal interest.
1: The holiness of the oracles of God is not loved by very many who claim to be Bible Christians. They show by their free, lost con- conduct that they prefer a wider scope. They do not want their selfish indulgences limited. Guard your affections. Gird up the lions of your mind. Loins. Loins. Belt. What? I'm thinking about something else. Fasten your belt. Okay. Uh, Gird up the loins of your mind, says the apostle. Then control your thoughts, not allowing them to have full scope. The thoughts may be guarded and controlled by your own determined efforts. Think right thoughts and you will perform right actions. You have, then, to guard the affections, not letting them go out, and fasten upon improper objects. Jesus has purchased you with his own life. You belong to him. Therefore, he is to be consulted in all things. As to how the powers of your mind and the affections of your heart shall be employed.
0: Yeah, uh, gird up your loins is, um, so you've probably heard of people like people back in the Bible times would wear like a Mm loincloth. It was kind of a pair of shorts and underwear all at one time. Mm Mm-hmm. And the way it was wrapped and stuff like that, when they would say, gird up your loins, that was basically making sure that everything was tucked in and tight so that you could run or go or do what you needed. To
1: ready do. for action. Yeah,
0: it's basically kind of a... Okay. um, Get ready type of thing. You know, as we were reading this this part here, caution to a youthful student. Um, you know, when it says... Uh, you're now in the you're now in the formative period of character. Nothing with you is to be considered trivial or unimportant. It kind of seems to me that she's that Ellen White here is saying, you're not a kid anymore. Mm-hmm. You're an adult. You know, you're still in that young adult age where you're still learning, but you can't have little puppy loves and little. You know, I mean, that's when you have to put away. I mean. Isn't it First Corinthians or whatever it is that says, um, "When I was a child, I played; as a child, when I became a man, I put away childish things." I mean, that's what mm-hmm. she's basically saying: is now you can't you can't afford to have your mind distracted by little things because you're having to prepare yourself for the mm-hmm. work that God has asked and called you to do.
1: Yeah, and I think when she's saying this, um, it says nothing with you is to be considered trivial or unimportant which will detract from your highest holiest interest your ef- efficiency in the preparation to do the work god has assigned you like i think she was saying you can't let any of this small childish things no matter how big or small they are get in the path of um you in the way of what God wants you to be doing. Right. Like nothing is too small. Like oh, it's just a little it's just a little like vice I have. It's not little if it's um getting in the way of your relationship with God and what right. he wants you to be doing.
0: You know, and I think a, a good example of that for for us in t- for in today's age and at the age that we're at, you and I both enjoy this app called iFunny. Oh. And it's it's got a lot of really f- funny stuff on it, um, memes and and videos and kind of people pl- poking yeah. fun at politics and stuff. But
1: it's dangerous because it can I'm just.
0: I mean, there's been times when I've you know kicked back, started looking through it, and next thing I know, half an hour's gone through, and it's like, oh, yeah. wait a minute, um, where like, did the time just go?
1: Almost every morning when I'm getting ready for work, I start to, um. I have to make it a point that like when I sit down to eat my breakfast and drink my coffee, I always try to put my phone on the opposite side of the table yeah. and pull my Bible out and make sure that I do that first because if I just open one iFunny thing and start looking, there's no stopping it.
0: Yeah. And And, then
1: and there, that little... This app on my phone has distracted from my... Um, daily Bible reading.
0: Yeah, and and I know for me, you know, I'll sometimes, um, you know, because I get up early in the morning, so I've been trying to get up a little earlier, spend some time in prayer, and there'll be times I'll kick back and start, you know, praying, and then my mind wanders and I think about some meme that I saw or something like that, and then I was like, oh man, I want to I want to go check it and see what the new ones are for today, and 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 I've and within just a matter of thirty seconds, I'm completely. Off track,
1: yeah, and all of a sudden you're not in your prayer anymore. You're right,
0: and so I think that's what this has a lot to do with. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in Ellen White's time, they didn't have I funny, um, but there's other things that distract. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what it is is it in everything that we've read so far in the seven chapters that we've read of Adventist Home. Everything, and I've said it before, and I'm going to keep saying it because Ellen White seems to be making it such an important thing, is that our connection individually with God, our individual relationship that we have with God, is the most important and most sure-fired way of determining how your marriage is going to end up. Because if you've got that connection with God 100%, a, he's going to point out who he wants you to be with.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, um, <clears throat> I've read it before, I believe, on here is Jeremiah 29, 11. You know, God has the plans. He knows the plans that he has for us, a hope for the future, plans not to harm us. Mm-hmm. God doesn't want to hurt us. He wants us to have a success. And he knows who's going to be that perfect puzzle piece that's going to make us a complete person. Um, and so um, when we have that connection with God, he, we, he will point us in the direction of the person that we need to be, and then he will also point out the things, the areas, the struggles that we're having mm-hmm. that maybe is bugging our spouse or significant other, and then that way there isn't conflict. And, and And I'm not saying that just because you have a perfect relationship with God, obviously there's no such thing as perfect because we're not perfect people. Mm-hmm. But just because you have a good relationship with God doesn't mean that you're not going to have trials and struggles and arguments and stuff like that in your relationship.
1: But if you do have that relationship with God, he'll be able to help you more.
0: Right. Um, And so I think that's the the number one thing. You know, the last part, guard the affections. Gird up the loins of your mind, says the apostle. Then control your thoughts, not allowing them to have full scope. The thoughts may be guarded and controlled by your own determined effort, you know. And and she's saying here, look, if you just let your mind run, it can be dangerous. Yeah. Because it can bring up thoughts from your past, or it can just start bringing up.
1: You have one negative things. negative thought, and it can snowball very quickly if you allow your mind to go.
0: Yeah. Jesus, I love that last part there that you read. Jesus has purchased you with his own life. You belong to him. And therefore, he is to be consulted in all things as to how the powers of your mind and the affections of your heart shall be employed. God is the one that has to determine what we're going to think about mm-hmm. and who we're going to love. If we're loving the person that God wants us to be loving, then you can't go wrong
1: exactly let's pray
0: okay father we just thank you for your instructions and lord as rachel and i just talked about how there are little things in our life that distract us from our time with you help us to control those things so that we can have undivided attention with you or that you can have our undivided attention we always have yours but we're the ones that tend to just flit away Lord, I ask that you help us to have that self-control and that control of our minds so that we don't just let it go hog wild and, and take us away from you and start entering territory that is damaging to our relationship as well as to our relationship with you. We thank you for everything that you do for us. Give us the strength, wisdom, and energy that we need for today to conquer the challenges and trials you have for us. In Jesus' name. Amen.